and Fadl ibn Umar is admiring all of the pilgrims as they're circumambulating the Kaaba. Imam Sadiq wipes over his eyes. It is there where he sees uh, the reality of those pilgrims. He sees them as apes and bears and all kinds of creatures that are walking around, and he's shocked and he's terrified. And Imam Sadiq tells him that you know most of the human race you know are but animals My dear sister Tiffany. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. So today we want to talk about reincarnation. Okay. Okay, but a different aspect of it. All right. Okay. So uh, we spoke in previous episodes uh, about the existence of this idea of reincarnation. Yes. And how reincarnation literally means that a person is uh, incarnate, incarnated again in this world. Mm -hmm. He comes again to this world. He appears or is born in a new human body he has a new life cycle you know a new experience as a human after having lived one and died as one yes we find this this idea of reincarnation present in a lot of the eastern religions and philosophies including hinduism and buddhism yes yeah and uh, we have the idea of karma which is strongly associated with reincarnation and it's basically this idea that whatever it is that you do how you treat people um, the things that you decide to uh, invest in in life will affect your future um, you know incarnation yeah if you are mean to people or you are cheating people uh, in one particular incarnation it will come back to you in the form of people um, you know taking revenge from you or cheating you in a future uh, reincarnation yes and in that way uh, the balance is set and restored and everybody takes the right from the other person yeah um, in Islam and in Judaism and in Christianity, the idea of reincarnation is strongly present. Yes. Although most of the mainstream followers of these religions are oblivious to this fact and deny it. They don't think that it is part of the religion. But for those who read the scripture and are familiar with it, they know for a fact that it exists and that the people uh, in those times, they believed in it. Yes. And that's why the Jews at the time of Jesus Christ, and we mentioned this before, they thought that Jesus was the second coming of, or the reincarnation of Jeremiah or Elijah or one of the prophets. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. If they didn't believe in reincarnation, then they wouldn't have, uh, you know, asked that question. Yeah, of course. But they did. Yeah. And we spoke about how. Um, you know, there's this concept also of the transmigration of the soul and how that is, uh, you know, also it shares in reincarnation uh, the idea of a soul transferring from one body uh, to another, but it's counted as like kind of the same incarnation rather than a new incarnation. Right. Yeah. In Islam, you have many narrations. There's just so many of them. Um, 
uh, in Shia Islam in particular, but also in Sunni Islam. And there's many, many verses in the Quran which indicate that uh, reincarnation is real. Yeah. Um, you have you have though um, different aspects of reincarnation, and they are divided based on what vessel it is that you are incarnating into. So in Buddhism, Hinduism, a person uh, doesn't have to necessarily incarnate in from you know into a human form. He can also incarnate as an animal. Yes. This concept exists also in Islam. A person can reincarnate as a human being, and this is called nasr. Nasr means to copy, right? Yes. Or a copy. Um, so the tanasukh of al-arwah is the copying of, it translates to, you know, the copying of souls, right? Mm -hmm. And that is the return of a soul into a new body and uh, sometimes the new body will resemble the old body okay. you know and it's called the copying of souls because people noticed a similarity between the soul of one person and the soul of like his grandfather or somebody that's before so they're like he's a he's a copy of that okay. soul you know and in actuality it's the reincarnation of that soul okay okay yeah yeah so then you have so that's nasr and then you have an islam masr all right so nasr starts with an n all right Masr starts with an M. Okay. Okay. Ma M as in man. Yeah. And Masr is the reincarnation of a human being as an animal. Okay. And in Islam, it is considered to be a form of punishment. It is not something that you want to go through. Yeah. This is only something that happens to you if god is angry with you if you have too much bad karma uh, if you've lived a really bad life if you are not worthy of incarnating anymore as a human being okay and usually you will incarnate as an animal because you your deeds and your life as as having been lived as a human being uh, no longer requires you to, to, to have the body of a human being to fulfill those things that you are interested in fulfilling. Okay. So, for example, if you have a person who's just a mass murderer, he just wants to murder all the time. Or you have a person who just wants to eat all the time. Well, you don't need a human body to fulfill that. Human bodies were meant for spiritual elevation so if you're not going to use your body for spiritual elevation and you're just going to use it uh, for the purpose of fulfilling worldly pleasures or bodily pleasures well you can do that uh, god god believes that you can do that um, with a different type of body yeah. a different type of body actually might be more adequate for you in order that you may uh, achieve your goals but um, you know because clearly you're not interested in the intellect you're not interested in the spirit 
And and so you're only interested in in lowly desires and things of this nature. So you could do that in uh, you can eat as much as you want, for example, in the body of a pig, right? right. Or you can kill as much as you want in the body of a lion, etc. Right. Okay. So it, it all goes back to your actions. And exactly. Yeah. yeah. And even you have in the Bhagavad Gita, in one of the versions of it, you have this uh, these images that are. Um, you know, in the middle of the book, whereby you see uh, these pictures that are next to each other. And, uh, you know, it shows like a human being and he's behaving in a certain way. And then next to it is the image of the animal that he incarnates into. And you will see that even in Hinduism, they recognize that, you know, how you are, how your nature is, what it is that you're interested in, in, in investing your life. And let's bring that on the screen now. How it is that you choose to, you know, live your life will affect where it is that you shall go. People that behave like animals return as animals. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And if you notice, one of the images here is the image of a woman who's uh, posing, and next to it is a tree. All right. And uh, the idea is that she reincarnates in this tree. And also, this concept is present in Islam, and it is called fasr with an F. Okay. okay, so you have nasr, masr, fasr. Okay, nasr as a human, masr as a animal, as an animal, mm -hmm. and fasr as as a plant. You come back as a tree. You come black. You come back as grass. You come back as a flower. You come back as some sort of uh, plant. Okay. 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 And this also is based on your deeds. And then you have rasr. Okay. okay, with an R. Now, Rasch is the <clears throat> is the is the reincarnation of a human being into a rock. Okay. Okay. Or some sort of inanimate object. Okay. Yeah. And uh, the the proof uh, for that. Uh, in the Quran um, is the verse from the Quran where it says, you know, uh, be stone or be iron. There's a verse that says be stone or be iron, um, you know, and so this is God basically confirming the idea that a human being can become a stone or an iron. Okay. Um you have uh, in the Quran many verses uh, that uh, are indicative of the fact that a person can uh, return as an animal. Yeah. Uh, you have verses in the Quran which state that uh, God had made the Jews uh, that basically transgressed against the Sabbath come back uh, in the form of apes. Yeah. You have. Um, uh, verses in the Quran that basically say that uh, there is uh, no creature that walks on the earth except that they were nations like you. And every nation has an imam and there are, there are no imams for the animals. And so what that means is that all of the creatures, the animals that exist on the planet, that the... That uh, you know, they there were human beings before that ended up becoming uh, these animals afterwards. Wow. 
Wow. Um, there's verses of the Quran which the Ahl Bayt have described as pertaining to Masq. For example, the verse in the Quran where it says, it is as if they are being driven to their death while they look. And uh, this is the Ahl Bayt said it's about the cattle as they're being uh, driven uh, towards the slaughterhouse as they're looking on. Um, and, and this is about the disbeliever who becomes a cattle in his in, in the form of Masq. And, um, you know, they're being uh, driven forward to to die, basically, in, 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 in response to or in exchange for the uh, the evil deeds that they did while they are alive. Wow, and it's a it's a very um, it's it's justice, you know, when you think about it, because uh, it, as we said before, it all goes back to the actions of the people and what they what they choose to do and what they desire to do. Um, that ultimately leads to uh, the path that their soul takes, and um, and I think it's really interesting that these scriptures um, talk about it. They talk about the concept uh, in several places. So although people are unaware of it, it is absolutely the reality. Yeah, and we have we have narrations from the Ahl Bayt where the Imams, peace be upon them, you know, um, specifically pointed out types of animals and they, they spoke about how um, you know, you know, who were these types of animals or who are the types of people that incarnate into these specific animals? Okay. Yeah. And to give you a few examples, we have, um, you know, the elephant and uh, the elephant. Uh, it was a king who was a fornicator and uh, he wouldn't leave anything uh, dry nor wet except that he fornicated with it right okay. and so uh, his punishment is that uh, you know he ends up coming back as an elephant um it is said about the bear that the bear you know was a uh, homosexual man who was a fornicator and used to call people to himself. And so this ends up being his punishment. Okay. Um, there are narrations that state that uh, the unfaithful wife comes back in the form of a rabbit. Yeah, and that even uh, that's the reason why when you slaughter a rabbit, they kind of make this horrific uh, female screaming type of uh, noise. Wow. Other narrations state that the rabbit is a woman that never used to clean herself after her period. Uh, you have narrations that state that the lizard. Uh, or the iguana is a was a was an Arab murderer who used to um, you know hide on the road and just like murder people and didn't care about who it is that he was killing. So he comes back in uh, that form. Okay, you have uh, narrations that talk about the crab and that a crab uh, because it only walks like sideways instead of walking. Um, you know, forward. It can either only walk to the left or only walk to the right. And so the narrations state that this is a man who was married to more than one wife and he was uh, unequal between them. He was not uh, He was not just. He didn't treat both of them the same. So now he's mm -hmm. condemned to uh, walking this way or walking that way. Wow. 
you have the the mosquito who was uh, the you know this is a person who used to mock the prophets and the messengers you know and and there's a story that states that in particular the mosquito used to it was the first time that it happened it was a man who was standing in front of jesus and mocking him and then he ended up um becoming uh, a mosquito okay uh, apes uh, are jews who transgressed against the sabbath uh, they used to pull little tricks in order that they um you know get around the rules of not working on the sabbath and in particular one narration mentions that uh, they were commanded not to do any work so then they went out on friday night and they set their nets yeah okay. so that all day saturday um you know the fish would travel and get caught in their fishing nets and then on saturday night slash sunday morning uh, they would take out their nets man eat all of the food and sell all of the food that they were not supposed to gather on saturday but then they're using a technicality that hey we weren't working we just set the nets out so what shall we do okay and that's that's very fascinating you know the, these are the most close uh, to human beings but their consciousness is just not quite there exactly and then uh, you have the pigs and the pigs uh, the narration state are uh, a group of christians and uh, the reason why they turn into um pigs is the narration states is because they were begging uh, jesus christ to bring down uh the last supper they bring down the table from the widespread table from heaven and that after he brought it down they were the most people that were against him and hated him you know so they asked for you know for this this food this manna from the heavens and then when jesus reveals the manna from the heavens they became extremely um you know extreme disbelievers in him and so they were uh you know made into swine yes okay um there's narration that state that the catfish are a uh you know a, a, basically that it's a, a man that would call people to have have sex with um his wife so swingers uh, okay. th- people of this nature um they ended up you know turning into catfish uh you have uh, other narrations that state also that they were a people from the um israelites um you have narrations that state that um, witches you know women that practice magic that they end up coming back as spiders other narrations state that they are um you know women that used to disobey their husbands and cause them a lot of problems and and use uh the force of other men against them you know okay. so like maybe they would uh, seek the help of of neighbors or the help of of um you know their 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 fathers or their brothers uh, unjustly against uh, their own spouses and and so that's their punishment in the end is that they ended up uh, coming back as that you have the bat uh, the bat is a thief who would uh, steal um uh, from from people uh especially dates um you have uh yeah and some narrations state that they they used to steal there were people that used to steal from the people that are making pilgrimage around the kaaba um other narrations also state that uh, foxes um you know or wolves are are people that uh, were were swingers as well that used to um call people to their wives and then you have you have 
the peacock and the peacock is uh, was a man who was a disbelieving man that um was extremely handsome and beautiful and he would continue to seduce a believing man's wife until he falls upon her and you know in his next incarnation he ends up uh, coming back in the form of a peacock which is something uh, beautiful to look at but it has you know its eggs are not eaten and not touched okay wow. uh, you have narrations about <clears throat> about nebuchadnezzar and how nebuchadnezzar um was uh, turned into mask and he ended up uh, incarnating into the form of a lion um and uh, so you have this idea that that lions are also kings that were a little bit tyrannical yes. uh, and killed lots of people and then you know so the they come back in that form and and the lion is the king of the jungle yeah yeah and so those are just merely uh, you know a few examples from the narrations of the ahl bayt salam uh, about uh how you know and why somebody would uh come into the uh, form of an animal because of uh, these types of um of deeds yeah there's so many there's just so many um and the stories of how um the actions directly correspond to the condition that you end up in is really interesting yeah yeah it really is interesting and uh, uh the imam he said that if you want to uh, so the imam clarifies that basically a couple things that he clarifies that um not all animals are necessarily people that are being uh, you know that are coming back into a human form all right okay um and uh, that's part of the reason why we we eat meat though Okay. okay? Uh, because it is, and why the, the reason why we can't eat other meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in al Sharif and in some of the other uh, narrations uh, of the Al-Bayt, it is permissible for every na- na- nation to eat from the meat that is of the sins of its own nation. Okay. So what that means is that you can uh, you have a different nation for example the the Israelites uh, who were on the fourth covenant with Moses um all those Israelites that turned into apes now uh, it's not permissible for us to eat from them uh because that was a different nation and that nation they uh basically eliminate each other's karma with each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that those that, uh, you know, were basically from the Christian nation, they also, they're dealing with their own karma. And that the Muslim nation must eat from those people that became incarnated uh, in animals that are halal or permissible to eat for them. Okay. Why? Because it is basically a karma that's playing out. Yeah, so it plays a role in the whole cosmic karmic system. Yeah, uh, Imam Ali Alayhisalam in one narration, you know, he says, uh, you know, basically he says not to make your, uh, your bellies a graveyard for animals. So don't eat too much meat. Yes. And in another narration, you know, he, he was talking about people that are eating uh, birds or meat or things like this. And he says, 
you know, how many times do I see somebody eating their aunt or their uncle or their father or their mother or, you know, their brother or their sister or, or you know, their former friend? It's very disturbing. Yeah. And so it would be like somebody who hurt you in, in, a, in one incarnation and uh, did something really bad to you. And in order that that sin that's between you and him, because God is just. Yes. There are two types of justices um, you know, two types of rights uh, that must be protected, right? Mm-hmm. So anybody who commits a sin, he's sinning against God, but he's also sinning against, you know, either himself or another human being. Yeah. So all sins that are are against God, God can forgive those. Okay, like okay. between you and God. It's Anything a... between you and God, that's the idea. God can forgive. Okay. Any sins that a person commits against his own self, well, that's for himself to forgive. Right. Okay? Okay. And I'll give examples of what I mean. And any sin that is against another human being, um, you know, either the human being has to forgive you or the karma has to play out. Okay. But it has to be resolved somehow. It has to be resolved somehow. And for that reason, the Quran talks about a lesser punishment and a greater punishment. And the greater punishment is thought to be uh, heaven, you know, and hell, basically. The the punishment being hell, the reward being heaven. Okay? That's the greater judgment. That's the greater punishment and the greater reward. So those people whom after all of their incarnations, you know, because everybody after a certain amount of incarnations, uh, they have to stand in front of God and be judged. All of those people uh, are being judged only at that point for the sins that are between them and God. Okay. Okay. And the deeds that they did for the sake of God, the good deeds that they did, they're getting reward for it. The sins against God, they're being punished for. Okay. What is between them and God is what's being judged. Okay. So everything else has to be. Everything else has already been cleared beforehand. Okay. Okay. Before you get to to God, like, you know, what's between you and other people and you and yourself must be cleared. And that's why people incarnate many times over and over again, you know, so that everybody has an equal opportunity, you know, that you don't have this problem where somebody, uh, you know, is born into this world uh, poor and uneducated and has to struggle in life to reach the same spiritual enlightenment that another person who's born with a golden spoon in his mouth and privileged, um, you know, and educated, uh, you know, so it's not fair. They don't have, right? And this is one of the criticisms of religion and of God, right? By the atheists that like, okay, well, how can these people be judged the same? Well, reincarnation solves that. Because the person who comes once as rich, he'll come as poor, and the person as poor will come as rich. And really, each person, depending on their deeds, that will affect the, like, you know how how good of a of a position they're born into so nobody is um oppressed in regards to that yeah i'm, I'm just hearing the description of the reality it's just um god's justice is so awesome right? god is extremely just and uh, yeah it really goes back to you and what you've done and you have that you have so many opportunities to correct uh your mistakes exactly and Uh, So, yeah, the karmic cycle will play out by people stepping on or killing the person who killed them or who hurt them 
Um, so let's say you were murdered, you know, God's not going to make you take revenge against your murderer by turning you into a murderer in the next incarnation. Yes. Right? Because murder is bad. Yes. So how is it that you can take vengeance? Well, you would take vengeance by your enemy coming in the form of a mosquito or coming in the form of an ant or coming in the form of a lizard or coming in the form of a sheep or a goat oh, or okay. something that you end up slaughtering yeah. or stepping on or killing. Yes. Okay. All right? Yes. Without feeling bad about it yeah. and without being counted, you know, uh, having been counted as a, as a murderer. Wow. And sometimes also that ends up playing out uh, by the person being enlisted in the army and killing the um, the enemy on the other side, how many a times, uh, you know, is it that a person kills somebody in battle, but it was actually somebody who had killed them beforehand. Wow, wow that's amazing to think about. Wow. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, and also this is the reason why there are a lot of animal. whenever there's an animal attack on a human being, uh, these are also the reasons why that happens is because um, that the, the soul that is in the animal that is attacking the human being it belongs to somebody who has some sort of karmic uh you know thing that needs to play out right okay. so you could still uh, you be a better person than somebody else mm -hmm. you could be a human being who's a believer and somebody else is a non-believer and they go into this um, you know, one of these animal forms, but still it's, it's possible that a believer oppresses a non-believer. Oh right. And so if you oppress a non-believer, you did an injustice to them. They still have the right to take the exact adjustment, their justice, you know, or their rights back from that believer. And they do so in the form of an attack, for example, you know, or sometimes it might be that a woman is married to a man and he passes away and she ends up marrying somebody else and that old husband of hers incarnates in the form of a dog and he ends up seeing his wife now and she's walking with another man and he freaks out and he goes over there and he attacks the man wow. um you know this attack is not out of nowhere it is uh you know uh, you know an act of jealousy or uh, something of the sort wow, wow. And, and an interesting uh, fact to note is that, uh, you know, human beings, when they go from one human body to another, uh, they lose all of their memories. Yes. You know, it has to restart again. But when they go into animal form, they retain their memories from their previous incarnations because it's a punishment. And it wouldn't be a punishment if they didn't remember that they used to be human beings and they didn't remember, you know, their previous lives. Okay. Okay. okay so yeah. part of the punishment is that the soul that's in there um, remembers. So, so you see an animal walking around and it's fully aware that it used to be a human being. And fully, it's fully aware, aware, but incapable of expressing that wow. awareness. That's like imprisonment. It then. is imprisonment. Yeah. Now, uh, there are uh, much more uh, animal and insect bodies and bird bodies and fish uh, that exist on the earth. Um, then there are uh, souls that need to be placed inside of these vessels. So not... Uh, there, so every species of animals has in there, um, you know, members that uh, have souls of human beings that are being punished in there, but not in, in no entire species. All of them, you know, are people that are being punished. Okay. So um, not 
all chicken are reincarnated humans, but some chicken are. Not all dogs are reincarnated human, but some dogs have the souls of human beings and uh, etc. Okay. One of the ways that you can tell if an animal has a human soul or not is uh, how they have intercourse. Sometimes you'll come across and uh, videos of people that have been weirded out by filming uh, their pets uh, behaving uh, in a way uh, sexually with one another that only human beings uh, behave okay. and uh, you know or 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 act like or uh, perhaps they have uh, certain types of behaviors. Uh, the way that they walk or the way that they're hopping or, or standing or behaving it is resembling human behavior more than animal behavior. It's just, it's too, um, it's too weird. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's this mix of like human consciousness and animal body that's that would, alarming. That would, that would be a sign that that pet or that animal uh, body is inhabited by a human being. Okay. Okay. It's fascinating. Yes, it is. And so, um, yeah, and, and a person who goes into these animal incarnations, uh, they won't just go into one. It just becomes like the first of many cycles of incarnations as animals. Okay. So you don't want to get stuck into uh, the animal incarnation cycle because you might have to go through a thousand animals uh, before you're 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 able to uh, lock you know come out free again okay. so depending on how many sins you have um, you know and how long it takes a person you know who ends up getting becoming an animal to to learn to elevate back into um, you know and, and come come back around to incarnate as a human being it might take a long time okay yeah. Yeah. So it's like a long prison sentence. It is a long way. prison sentence, and you really need like good deeds to break free from that. Okay. You know, and even animals can have good deeds, and there are uh, many animals that the narrations have stated are going to end up going into paradise, and no animals go into paradise; only humans do. And for that reason, these animals uh, would have incarnated in human form before uh, reaching in the end you know, to uh, paradise or, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the one example of that is Wahshi, uh, the, the warrior who murdered the uncle of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, uh, Hamza, son of Abdul Muttalib. Um, this guy, he... Uh, he, after, even though he embraced Islam, even though he embraced Islam, the karma had to play out. Okay. And he had to pay for all of the murders that he did. And most importantly, for the pain that he caused the Prophet Muhammad by murdering, um, you know, his uncle and uh, consuming his body parts. Okay. Um, and, and so what had to happen um, he incarnated into animal form, uh, you know, and continued to incarnate into animal form. And uh, that's a scary one because it shows that even if you, uh, you know, believe in the 
true path or the true religion, the uh, karmic debt has to be paid off. And so he incarnated animal to animal to animal until he had his final incarnation uh, as an animal um, in in this uh, time period in the year wow. uh, 2016. And, and now he has moved on to be, um, you know, to incarnate in, in human form. Wow. That's, I mean, it is heavy to consider that you, even though you do uh, believe in the true path, it, it, it's like, um, it's like energy. Like once it's put out there, it has to be dealt with. It has to go somewhere. So yeah, your, your actions have to be accounted for. Yeah. And then you have also this concept, uh, Tiffany, in, in Judaism, especially, and uh, Islam, of uh, people that are not real people, you know, people that are animals. Okay. You know, uh, sometimes they refer to them as goyim, uh, sometimes they refer to them as mesh in human form. Um, and this is speaking about people who... Uh, they're even though they're in human bodies, their behavior and their consciousness is at the same level as animals. Or rather, they are animals that are going to, you know, people that are that are going to be animals, yeah, or animals that have now reincarnated recently into human form. Okay. Yeah, and uh, there's many narrations where the Ahl Bayt for example, in the Habt Sharif, Imam Sadiq takes Al Mufattal Ibn Omar. Uh, to the Kaaba, and uh, Mufadil ibn Amr is admiring all of the pilgrims as they're circumambulating the Kaaba, and they're saying, Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik, Labbaik la sharika laka Labbaik. And Imam Sadiq salam, you know, uh, kind of dismisses his praise and says, you know, that uh, it's nothing but a bunch of noise. And he says, what are you talking about? And Imam Sadiq wipes over his eyes. Man, Al-Mufaddal ibn Omar glances at the Kaaba. And it is there where he sees uh, the reality of those pilgrims that are circling the Kaaba. And he sees them as apes and bears and pig and bats and all kinds of uh, creatures um, that are walking around. And he's shocked and he's terrified. And Imam Sadiq salam, you know, uh, then wipes his hand over him again, restores his eyesight, you know, and tells him that, you know, most of the human race, you know, are but animals, people that are going back uh, to animal f- animal form or their consciousness is operating at that. And so, therefore, that's what they are in reality, uh, regardless of what uh, body they inhabit today. Um, this is what they are and that is what they will become and that is what they are from, wow. you know. And in another place in Al-Hafti Sharif, um, you know, they, they, uh, there was an incident where um, the imam is standing with some people and they kind of uh, are uh, speaking about a, a particular individual whom uh, the imam says that you know just yesterday today he's working as a as a carpenter you know but just the other day he was a woodpecker or a you know a uh, you know in his previous incarnation or yeah. a rooster that was um, you know making noise okay and wow. yeah and and so you have 
animals that can become human and uh, some of the examples of those animals that end up ended up becoming human in the past is like the the donkey of Balaam ibn Ra that refused to move forward uh, and obeyed the angel when Balaam was trying to lead him to send down the curses uh, you know upon Moses uh, you have the dog of the seven sleepers yeah. the ant of Solomon yeah. uh, you had a particular wolf that uh, ate the son of a tyrant police officer uh, who used to basically, uh, you know, uh, terrorize the believers. And so the wolf, by attacking and eating his son and making that tyrant police officer sad and depressed, uh, God rewarded him and, uh, you know, turned him into a human. And then he eventually uh, goes into uh, paradise. Uh, the you have the whale of Jonah, uh, also same case, and so all of these uh, the, the the animals that do good, you know, or serve mankind in in one way, shape, or form, they can eventually um, end up in paradise. So I know a lot of people they wonder, you know, will my pet be in paradise? Uh, it depends, really. That not all pets will be in paradise. Some pets will. But what we do know is that any pet that goes into paradise uh, will go into paradise in an honored form. And that honored form is a human form and not an animal form. Uh, nothing gets into paradise crawling on all fours. Okay. Okay. So they have to go through good deeds and then earn the right of becoming a human and then reach the rank of paradise yeah because nobody can get into paradise tiffany except if god is their king and their ruler they have to believe in the supremacy of god yes you know that's the whole reason why iblis got kicked out and uh, the animal forms like the reason that's given for the creation of animal bodies in the first place is to be the bodies that all of those who refuse the supremacy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can inhabit. Okay. Do you understand? Yes, I understand. So that's what it all came down to. In the very beginning, God creates Adam, okay? Mm. And uh, he basically tells the angels to prostrate to him. All of the angels prostrate except for Iblis and Iblis's children. Iblis's people. Yes. Those who refused to prostrate to Adam, God made bodies for. And those bodies are deformed, monstrous, you know, bodies that are meant for suffering and they live horrific, horrible lives. You know, imagine the life as an animal. Very bad. Yeah. yeah. Extremely bad. Uh, even animals that are free and in the forest and in the woods, they don't enjoy it. No. You know, deer that are running around afraid of being shot or yes. killed or attacked or snatched. Um, you know, uh, living in a in a in an environment where uh, there's dangers that are around you all of the time. Animals don't enjoy being animals. Animals wish to be human beings. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the the human being, like the the point of this human vessel is it all goes back to um, the 
acknowledging the supremacy of God and and worshiping the it's the one the who It's for the children of Adam. Okay. Who recognize Adam? Okay, so that's truly man, Adam. That's man, a truly yeah. man. That's an Adam. Uh, an Adamite is somebody who recognizes God's authority. Somebody whom uses their vessel to be recipient of the Holy Spirit. You know, uh, somebody who uses the vessel to become a recipient of the Holy Spirit, or um, you know. To become a a you know to elevate you know yeah. above the angels, okay. uh, because Adam was above the angels. Hence, the angels had to prostrate to him. Okay. And the narrations state that God made the angels, you know, in such a way that desire, lust, uh, these types of things are absent from them. and he made and he gave them intellect and he made animals in such a way that these vessels there is no intellect in them it's only lust and desires okay and human beings he places in them both intellect and also lust and desire so whatever human their intellect and their spirituality overcomes their lusts and their their base desires they are above the angels and better than them. Okay. And whoever it is that their lust and desires overcomes their intellect and their spirit, then those are beneath the animals. They're worse than them. Yeah. And for that reason, all of those who experience life as a human being and their lust and their desires win in the end, then they go on to being, uh, you know, animals and bodies that are appropriate for them, that are actually a gift for them, because now, you know, they, uh, you know, they were actually worse than the animals and people who, um, you know, who their spirit and their intellect overcomes their animal nature, uh, they will go on to live like the angels in the heaven and above, in the heaven above. And, and in actuality, they will end up ruling over the angels like Adam did before. Okay. Well, um, it, it's, it's such an amazing uh, topic to think about. It's extremely deep and it's heavy at times, but it's also important to contemplate deeply on your own actions and think about how, uh, what it really means to be a human being. And um, are we really living up to our potential? Are we doing uh, what our vessel was created for? Are we acknowledging the supremacy of God? And um, yeah, I think that it that it's a wake up call for many people. Yeah, animals can't obey God. Animals can't uphold God's commandments. Animals don't have the ability to follow an imam or to submit to God's vice chair. Human beings do. And that's what the vessel was made for. It was made to recognize God's veil in creation. And uh, yeah, we'll stop at that point. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for joining me. Thank you so much for everything you've taught me today. God bless you. God bless you.